My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. Andrew uh, Rivers is joining us at the beginning of the podcast today. It's Bob and Zip with Ed Kelly. Andrew, is there a particular topic that I should lead off with that you've got jokes for? Sure. I got uh, riot jokes. I got uh, police jokes. I got unemployment <laughs> jokes. I got corona jokes. And then I got regular comedy. Regular Does his comedy. birth certificate say Captain just, Jack the yes. Fun King? Yeah. <laughs> just curious. I could just read a poem if that would make everyone feel better or something like that. You know, a poem might be just right yeah. Yeah. in this day and age. Okay. Uh, well, let's, let's, uh, let's, I'd yeah, be curious. Yeah, productive. I'd be curious what I mean, regular comedy is nowadays. Like yeah. stuff that does. Oh, well, that's just like, that's just like, if you asked me about dating or something like that, I would, oh, I, I would see. go into that kind of crap. Right. The vanilla ice cream bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know. Chocolate sprinkles, but nothing fancy. That's right. Well, I, I just, I write jokes to, I speak to you guys through my jokes, honestly, because whenever, if you notice, whenever you guys bitch about me about something for a while, I put a, a joke about it. So that way. That's right. Oh, you mean you, you guys have been yelling you mean at me? Your mother and I. Yeah. <laughs> when we hassle you. Yeah. Well, you go, oh, when are you gonna bring a girl home or whatever, and and it's like, I'm trying, you know, but uh, but that's not a good enough answer for yeah, you. Yeah, they so have, have to, to agree, or it's not a good thing. <laughs> right. They can't well, be I duct just, taped. <laughs> right. Well, mom's advice is always very simple. She's like, oh, just pick someone, you know. She's an old school yeah. romantic. Do what I did. Just. <laughs> Yeah. First one that yeah, sleeps with you regularly, yeah. that's your one. one the formality, just yeah, literally, <laughs> literally, she goes, you know, it doesn't have to be the one. I was like, dad is right there, you know. <laughs> but I don't want to just pick someone, you know. Like, I want to be in love. I want to be one of those old couples on an airplane that makes people switch seats. Like, hey, we don't want to be near each other for a while. Can you trade? Wow. I don't really... Sick of her. You can oh, see, he was around Bob and Lisa for a while. I'll tell you that. Ooh. Yeah, but uh, I've looked back on the people I've dated, and I realized like I have a type, and uh, I like bossy women because wow. uh, I'm a fixer upper and a feminist, so it turns me on when a woman is right. <laughs> like if a woman came up to me after a show and was like, "You're not making enough money," I'd be like, "Oh, she sees potential in me." You know? <laughs> I don't have any of that, so right now I just take wrong turns on purpose. That way, the GPS will yell at me. <laughs> no, you make a U-turn. Turn. By the way, yeah, exactly. The well, GPS. Likes. I think that's uh, that's funny because the GPS. I have always felt um, not that they, that it would yell at me, Andrew, but the way I felt about the GPS is no matter how much I fuck up, this woman is polite to me. I enjoy it. <laughs> the perfect mate. Yeah. She would go, I would like, Man, I would like wrong. nearly die taking the wrong off ramp. You know, brakes would squeal, car would spin to a halt and she would go rerouting. <laughs> Just, you yeah. are an idiot, Bob. How could you be so stupid? And by the way, your mom did this, and it's not in your bits, but maybe it should be. I don't know if you know, but your mom selected an Australian yeah. guy to be her GPS guy. I think you should leave Bob. I think he's an idiot. You know, you can't, you can't, the, it's not giving you directions to the guy. Like, that's, it's not. You know, it's just a voice. You don't yeah. uh, you don't see the abs, but you can He's hear them. I guess so. six pack. <laughs> you can hear abs. Can you do that? Yeah. Uh, well, the yeah. guy sounds attractive. For all you know, he could be like eight hundred pounds. 
have a two teeth. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So, whatever, uh, uh, whatever you want to justify it with. That's so, fine. dating in a coronavirus pandemic must be completely impossible. Are you doing any like Zoom hookups or anything? Um, I got invited to a Zoom orgy, uh, which is very, yeah. Well, everyone's moving online now, you know. Um, but it was it was very exciting because it's the first orgy I've been invited to. But uh, I still have to do all the work myself. Which is, uh, <laughs> Defeating the purpose, sure. you know? <laughs> but um, I don't think it's the right format for oh, a sex oh. party. Because, you know, sometimes the connection gets fuzzy and you're like, is that a Andrew nipple? experiences delay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's look, it reminds me when I was 13 trying to watch porn on a channel my parents didn't subscribe to. You're like, I can kind of make oh, out a boob. Scrambled you know? channel. Oh, you're talking uh, about scrambled showtime? Yes. Yeah. You did that? Of course. Wow. Sorry. I was completely Check unaware. Check your credit card. You can get the charges removed. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it's a Zoom. You know, when there's like 16 people on there, they look like they're in tiny squares, and uh, it feels like you're masturbating to the Brady Bunch intro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Alice. Here's the story. So, <laughs> can I named Andrew? Can I ask? And I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be sorry. I asked. Sure. Is that like a great joke, or is that based on a true story? Uh, no, that that's not. Um, that's that's just my imagination. Oh, good. Running away with me. <laughs> but I heard you can get like a live stream dominatrix or something like that. Like, this is where the article came of from. I kind of Do you have that number handy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. My safe word is frown emoji. So just um, frown emoji. <laughs> just keep, uh, keep that in mind. Oh, very nice. Good. Very That's nice. Um, oh, and so. And you do have a couple of people, but you, you've mentioned this. You had someone in L.A. that you dated that you could go see, but then you'd have to get on an airplane. Sure, there's, I mean, you know, this, I just don't, I think I, I forget what it was, but Keith was always bringing girls home every week, you know? Mm. Oh, cast uh, When, yeah, so like, and he, with every girl, would be like, this is going to be the one. And I'd watch him make an idiot out of himself. And so Later that on. learned experience for me was to be like, I'm not going to be that idiot. So I went the opposite direction where I was like, I'm not going to mention anything until it's close to So you to really serious, like but, the girl. Yeah. And you've but had then one... you guys think I'm like an incel. And so oh, no, no. I'm like, all right, well, no. I got to prove that I can get laid, you know? Never I'm not out there hand. rioting with the other incels. I'm not in the in the Antifa or whatever. Let's put it this um, way. I'm pretty sure I don't want to see your browser history. If you're <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, have that, that that's, oh, man. Yeah. yeah, that's for sure. I'm just, I'm just more careful with, uh, with my, um, uh, real curricular activities. Better to err on the of. side of caution. Andrew did, by the way, uh, Ed and Zip, Andrew did have a, a girlfriend for a while, several months, I believe, who was a gorgeous, all American blonde. I mean, she looked like she was in training for Fox oh, News, yeah. you know. Wow. Yeah. And she was... It's, 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 it's really funny that you mentioned that because that's, that's literally the types of girls that... I, I am attracted to girls that look like they vote Republican, but I'm not. So. I love socialism. I just wish it were a tighter dress and smiled more. You know? Oh, 
Oh, man. Oh, anyway. So uh, you know, that's why the interview process takes a lot longer. We have more uh, topics to sure. discuss. Anyway, you dated her for like three months, then you broke yeah. up, and then you sort of heckled yeah. each other. But now the two of you are okay, right? Are you still friends at all? Yeah, we're friends. She's dating a... Uh, um, um, Rich guy? Uh, he's like, oh, yeah, well, he's a Harvard grad um, ah. army medic or something like that. And so... Uh. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I, so she, I think I'm out of the running at this yeah, point. Yeah, she went on to the BBD, as they call it, the Bigger Better right. Deal. Well, she's right. also out in Spokane, isn't she? And so there's military Well, she bases. lives in Texas now, so... Oh, really? Uh, she moved to Texas? And she's got a modeling contract. She's a uh, soul cycle uh, teacher, instructor, wow. whatever you call it. That's good. So wow. uh, she's uh, she used to uh, make fun of me because she had more um, like Instagram followers than me. And I was like, well, that's because you're just posting pictures of your ass, you know. <laughs> and, uh, Why don't you do that? And she broke yeah, up I, with you? Yeah, I started posting photos of my butt and then, wow, I should have been doing that way sooner because I get so many supportive messages from men across the world. And that's awesome. So oh, yeah. uh, no, that was all good. after we broke. Oh, yeah. Okay, we haven't ahead. talked about the coronavirus yet. That's fantastic. You're in Seattle. Oh, there are lots of protests there. Uh, Ed is in Detroit. Zip is in oh, Worcester, yeah. where they've had some protests, probably more so in Boston. And I'm in Vermont, where, you know, the cat got out this morning and we brought it back <laughs> in. Oh, boy. What a terrible. Yeah, oh, exactly. <laughs> so uh, what's the mood in Seattle? You're right up the hill from the South Center Mall. And I heard right. that that was like firebombed or something. I don't know about firebombed. I mean, they I think they just uh, stole some bombed. old sketchers or whatever. Um, <laughs> I didn't I'm, I forgot that the mall. I'm really literally walking distance to the mall, but I'm pretty isolated the government just said, like, curfew's 9 p.m. and we're taking away your Xbox. And uh, <laughs> it was like, a, I guess that's why the they call it a nanny state. A nanny state, uh, yes. But, <laughs> but I live uphill on a one-way street and you'd have to pass a police station and a rehab clinic to get to me. So <laughs> literally, if the cops don't shoot you, you're going to accidentally break into the meth clinic and start fighting zombies. So I feel wow. pretty safe. So yeah. Don't worry, they don't have any teeth left. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Your condo's in a great spot, actually, because... It's pretty good, yeah. yeah. And it's a dead-end road, right? Right. So if you commit a crime up there, you have to go out past the cop station. Right. Awesome. But I'm not doing anything. I, I am not uh, rioting or uh, protest. I have a pre-existing condition called being a pussy, so <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't want to be out there. Speaking yeah. of dead-end roads, uh, did that tell you not to go into radio? Just curious, Andy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, uh, he encouraged me to go into comedy instead, oh, so good. that turned out well. Yeah, there'll always be <laughs> and, comedy. Uh, there'll always yeah. be radio, too. It's just not going to come out of local transmitter towers. It's right. all going to be online. Be able, yeah. You won't be able to eat. We yeah. all do the same thing. We just put a different wrapper on it, you know. Yeah. But and I, we had a discussion about this last night—a long discussion about radio. And I don't mean to put it down. I, some of my best friends are still in radio, and some of the people that are on the radio now are the most awesome. No, some of my best friends are black. I swear. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> Ball buster. No, but what I'm saying is, there's much less of it. It's yeah. not a way. Like if I'm if I'm 35 years old now. And I want to be an entertainer. I would say do a podcast. 
And by the way, Bob, if yes. you want to get into AM talk, there's one fat fuck that's got all the stations. Don't even bother. And, and you're fairly ill. Uh, yes, yes, I am. How are you Open feeling, uh, Rush Limbaugh? Are you okay? Hang on. Uh, can we bring more OxyContin in, please? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, Rush is, uh, he's been, uh, he said on the air that uh, there's going to be yeah, some cancer, days he's right. not going to be able to make it because chemo? of the chemo. Of the yeah. undergoing chemo, yeah. Yeah, I feel bad for him. I feel bad for anybody. You know what Rush made, uh, if I understood correctly, his mm-hmm. contracts were like $400 million contracts. Yeah. You would know about that, Ed, right? No, not really. I'm, oh. not, a, I'm not a huge fan, um, you know. I know that Howard's was 400 when he moved over to Sirius, or 500, I think. 500 for five years, yeah, 100 million yeah. a year. Right. And uh, by the way, uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Joe Rogan? Yes. Yeah. We were talking about him the other day. Uh, you must be very familiar with him, Andrew. Um, not intimately, but uh, I've watched a lot of <laughs> I know his... you post a lot of pictures of your ass now. That's not what <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I don't watch his channel regularly. It's not... When he has a really good interview out or someone that's an interesting guest, you know, I'll yeah. check it out. But I don't... I mean, you know, he's very uh, uh, reckless, I guess. He... Especially now, he had an interview with Bernie, and then after Bernie was out of the race, he was like, well, we might as well vote for Trump, and who cares? And it's like, that's not, you didn't really listen to anything yeah, he's, that's happened. he's not going to be what you agree with. No. Well, he's not, he's just not smart, so I just don't, <laughs> I just don't, he, he's the type of, I, you know, he's hosting UFC fights and that kind of thing. Yeah. That's a different... Yeah. Uh, He's the fair factor and... guy. Yeah. Sure. He's a carny barker. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I, I have to say, uh, me knowing nothing, just listening to his interview with Elon Musk mm-hmm. blew me away. And then the other day when I was mowing the lawn, I was listening to one of his albums... Uh, and it's an old one. I think it's 10 years old, and he's talking about how they should legalize pot. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's an old album. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I, he was edgy. You know what? He reminded me of that guy who liked to whack off in front of uh, comics. What was that guy's oh, name? Louis C.K. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew his name. I was just seeing. Oh, okay. Smart ass. Uh, but he reminded me a little of Louis C.K. when you say reckless. But he did this bit how... Uh, I just want to tell you that a lot of the stuff I tell you is a lie because I'm a comic. And if it's funny, if the truth isn't as funny as the lie, I'm going to go with the lie every time. Yeah. Comedy is a lie that tells the truth. I disagree with that approach. Mm. Except when you're talking about the Zoom orgy. (laughs) (laughs) It's based on, uh, sure. But that's not, you know, that's not a serious... uh, that's a little, uh, that's not a serious, uh, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah, it was an exaggeration for effect as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, sure. so I, I, I just discovered. You read an to... article instead of saying, like, I heard about this Zoom orgy thing, you just make it, you know, <laughs> yeah. about you. No, but I, I don't know. He struck me kind of like a George Carlin for these times. Mm. And, and I'm sure he's not anywhere near as smart as Carlin. But. Uh, boy, does he have? A, he's fearless about saying anything. Not like me. 
<laughs> and I hope I raised you with lots of fear too. <laughs> yeah, spare the rod, spoil the child. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, riots in Seattle. How's it going? Um, it's pretty good. I, I'm I'm not sure why people are surprised that there are riots. Like. You can't even play a game of Monopoly without someone breaking a window. <laughs> so you're telling me you expect real-life Monopoly to end well? I don't think right. so. Sorry you can't afford your insulin, Nana. That's Park Place with a hotel. $600. <laughs> Fork it over. Get out of my house. Oh, man. And uh, oh, man. I don't know. All these people say you shouldn't riot and you should vote instead. And I agree with that unless the system is designed to suppress your vote and marginalize your existence and then yeah i guess riot i don't know right i mean construction just opened back up and looters are breaking windows we're creating jobs <laughs> all the stuff in stores is from three months ago nobody wants fall clothes anymore we're taking it off their hands they're doing a public service if you think about it plus they have insurance you know, yeah. it should be fine unless all of a sudden the insurance company says, oh, the window was broken by a brick and you don't have brick insurance. <laughs> In which case, <laughs> what kind of but, fucked up system are we desperately trying to protect? You mean to tell me everything is broken and doesn't work the way it's designed to? Mm. Burn it down. Love it. <laughs> I don't know. I think whatever happens, just don't let Ross file any insurance claims, okay? Ross every dress for Ross. Every Ross store, yeah, every Ross store looks like a riot already passed through. <laughs> <laughs> Clothes on the floor, babies screaming, something's always on fire. <laughs> I don't trust it. Oh, Beautiful. <laughs> but I get the pearl clutching. I just, yeah, I just think like, there would be worse damage if the Mariners made the playoffs. So I just, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I also think we have a better chance of solving racism than that happening. But, uh, you know, people riot and break shit for all sorts of stupid reasons. So, um, I, you know, I don't, I think on a serious note, I will say, I think that plays into Trump because he wants to be the law and order guy. But, uh, but I also think if, right, if he's, if he's gassing protesters without doing anything, that also looks bad for him. Mm. I, I'll say there's lots of unforced political errors on both sides, but uh, I'll be interested to see. I think breaking stuff and causing damage and giving them, even if it's justified in your mind, is like, you know, they're going to show. But I also don't think you can convince anybody either way. I think there's everyone's really. People are you know, amped up. Every time, I mean, if if grabbing by the pussy didn't do it for you, then the, then nothing will. <laughs> <laughs> They're not gonna all of a sudden, three years later, be like, you know what, this guy has gone too far. <laughs> by the way, did you see that meme of Trump standing outside St. John's Church holding up the Bible, and next to him was the sign talking about when the services oh, yeah. were? Yeah. Only instead, it instead it had that uh, that. Inside, what was that? Uh, what was that show? Uh, extra, extra. It had that whole quote. They they let you. Oh, yeah, they let yeah. you do anything. Yeah. I just grab them by the pussy. Yeah. Was right there instead of which hymns were going to be done at the service. It's, it's just funny too. Oh, fuck. The Photoshop's so much on fun. Because Biden came out and said, "Oh, hey, if if you're black, you're not voting for Trump or whatever." Like, ugh. And then everyone got mad at him, which was like, I mean. I thought people liked presidents that tell it like it is. You know? <laughs> yeah, unless they're not. <laughs> unless they're not Republican. Trump. It's the same yeah. thing with the 
Fox, they had a clip of uh, Colin Kaepernick should respect the flag and, and LeBron James should shut up and dribble with his opinion. And then they showed, you know, the newest story is Drew Brees is a quarterback for the Saints. And he came out and said, well, I think that uh, you should respect the flag. And so they had Lauren Ingram on. You know, oh, well, he's entitled to his opinion. You know? <laughs> sure. I mean, as long as it's yeah. off. So it's just as long as you agree with that opinion. That's yeah. what it is. It's kind of goofy. So, uh, but that's. But that w- brings up a good point. It's like whenever these major events happen, people form an opinion in the first few days and they spend the rest of their lives proving Defending. themselves right. Yeah. Right. They mm-hmm. just, they, whatever talking, whatever sentence they think they agree with. So I think there's two things that everyone should just keep in mind throughout all of this is number one, always keep an open mind. And number two, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing at the tragedy. Oh boy. That's oh, a can man. of worms. Ooh, Did you watch the Netflix special? Yeah, it was really interesting. Um, again, uh, police looking real genius there. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how many complaints or how many, uh, stories you need or whatever but my conspiracy theory is that he didn't actually kill him like he's not dead i think he just somehow escaped oh and, uh paid everybody off i don't think you i mean certainly had the dough to get it done got, yeah he's buddies with trump and he's friends with everybody it just seems like they would pull some some Seriously. some slick stuff well Turn you know I, I, here's what i think i think that whatever happened it was at the highest level of covering oh, yeah. up and oh, not yeah. right. not having him talk. So that makes me think they did kill him, because the surest Maybe. way for someone to never talk, absolutely, yeah, is you know, <laughs> make it so they could never talk. Get, get into talk radio, <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and he will never talk. Uh, the and here's the weird thing about him. I mean, he was bipartisan bipartisan sleaze right. so i mean you know you're talking clinton trump but all these guys too harvey weinstein had photos with everybody yeah it's all, sure. it's all yeah. these prince andrew i mean you're talking the british yeah. monarchy the, right you know the liberal side of the u.s the monarchy yep. and the trump side <laughs> and yeah i just uh, i saw um what's his name the old lawyer uh, the kardashian dude right is he oh, dead? Alan Dershowitz. No, Dershowitz, not Kardashian. Yeah, Dershowitz, who represented OJ, was on a Fox cartoon show about politics called "Tuning Out the News." Have you ever seen that? <laughs> Where they animate it and they use actual drops. Yeah, they like use that. actual yeah. real interview with him. Yeah, uh, but then they pretend that that, and I'm sure it's an interview that he did somewhere else, completely taken out of context in comedy. Of course. Yeah. Uh, but he his deal was. That he went to Epstein's, and he just had a massage. Nothing funny in my massage. Sure. And I'm like, if you're Epstein and you're buying a guy who looks like that a massage, <laughs> you must God, not have liked him. Teeth, you know? like, I'm insecure about my teeth, but then I look at that interview and I go, you know, I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that's weird stuff. Uh, I think I do think he was murdered, um, and with yeah. it's, and, it's much more plausible that that he was actually murdered. But uh, 
I, I mean, he was offering up to like $900 million on bail, and then they found like fake passports and stuff like that. So, yeah, right. Uh, he was going to make something a, happen. An exit stage left. Yeah. Right. Yeah. To me, and, and I'm not a conspiracy theory guy. Like, I don't believe the whole 9 11 was faked. I, I think we really went to the moon. The picture's Bob, really Where's great. your tinfoil hat? Well, the picture's <laughs> really grainy, and we did not have good Photoshop back then. So, I. <laughs> But right. in, in the case of Jeffrey Epstein, the conspiracy theory is much more likely than the Except official. Rap rivers. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, <laughs> damn. Uh, it, you know what would be great? A movie, like an HBO or Netflix movie, about what really happened. What really happened? <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, like a like a when OJ put out that book, if I did it, or if whatever. I did it, this yeah. is how I would do it. <laughs> Just hypothetically, allegedly, um, this is how I would have gone about it, but I totally didn't. <laughs> All right. Andrew, it's good to see you uh, on oh, you know the thanks. internet. Yeah. Virtually. Yeah. Yeah. Virtually. Happy, happy to, you're my only friend, so I Thank just like, you. that's what I look forward to. <laughs> People never tell you about my best friend. <laughs> Mr. Andy's father. That's what he I do think we would actually, I think this is how great our relationship is, is I think even if we weren't related, we would probably be friends. Yeah, we would, actually. We're Breaking war song, quick. And by the way, I was never supposed to say you were my favorite. Well, uh, we all knew. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It wasn't a lot of competition. Oh, uh, I'm so. extremely proud of Keith, but we were Keith. Keith will say I was tough on him. I would say we were tough on each other. Mm. Keith and me. Yeah. But you Again, and me. I learned so much. Like he was very. It's funny. I just go. I just went the opposite way of Keith. You know, you watched everything would, Keith did, and you watched me yell at him, and you went. <laughs> I, I don't need that kind of shit. My favorite memory is is uh, we had just watched Congo, and uh, you know, a couple days later, you guys got in a big fight at the dinner table. Right. And you stood up and you go, "Me big gorilla." <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And he had nothing to say to that. <laughs> and I just remember being like, someone's going to not have a brother soon. Yeah. You, oh. you live my cave, I big gorilla. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you were mocking him because he was challenging your authority. Well, and he was and at that, that age where, you know. And the best way to, to diffuse that is by making him laugh. And so you were always He did laugh, that. yeah. Now, you and I never came came to anger about anything. Would you say that? I, I, I don't think we ever have. You've yelled at me, I think twice in, in that I can remember. And one was when your dad was dying and uh, it was, I'd got fired from my doc job uh -huh. and I went to go get a job at like a restaurant and they, I knew that they didn't want to hire me from their tone, but they kept giving me the runaround where they're like, yeah, we'll call you in a couple days and let you know if you get the job or whatever. I did a training. Uh, uh, I was the bread boy at this Italian restaurant, you know? <laughs> and, uh, you were training to cut the bread. Yes. Yeah, it was jokes. really bad. Well, they, this is, all right, so this is really fun. They had a old bread pile and a new bread pile. And whenever <laughs> you take the eaten bread, you would put it in the bad bread pile. And then the new bread pile had bread in a basket with napkins over it. So one day at my training, I grabbed a thing. I grabbed a basket 
that was it just had napkins covered over it and it was in the new bread pile so i didn't check that it was eaten and so they yelled at me because I brought half-eaten bread to a table because it was in the new bread pile. And so I knew I wasn't going to get the job, but then I was oh, at, man. this was at Orcas Island on the, at the cabin, and right. you kept coming into my room and being like, did you call and get the job yet? And I'd be like, nah, they'll call me. And I didn't want to say, like, they don't want to hire me. And it was like the third day in a row that you kind of said, call them up. And then, uh, and then... Mr. Rivers, this yeah. uh, Andy down the restaurant, your son is skinny <laughs> stupid. He's not yeah, yeah, hired yeah. by us. Yeah. If they literally, I call them one day and they go, oh, we're so busy right now. Can can you just call back at like 1 p.m.? And I was like, just tell me I didn't get the job, you know? And so I told you, like, they said to call back at 1 and then it was like 3 p.m. And you're like, did you call back yet? And I was like, no. And you yelled at me and then I called and like we're sorry you're not getting the job and i was yeah. like oh it took two weeks but you go you i forget the thing but you were like my dad's on his deathbed and you're sitting around not doing anything with your life get off your ass <laughs> i was probably I totally a little worried about it, you but, at that point yeah but yeah oh, you know but i mean as far as that if you know that's the only time i can actually remember so that's pretty good yeah that's pretty good uh, that is pretty good i mean yeah we andrew and i would look at each other and i'd go want ice cream yeah. You, All right. Yeah. I was just tagging along with my buddy. We d we d you do you do um you'll like uh give me uh like um uh like a lecture like you've lectured me about marijuana. Oh, you don't want to be dependent on substances while you're pulling into Starbucks in the middle of the, of the lecture. Is that is that you, is that your idea of equivalency? Huh? Yeah, and then, then and then you go, you know, and then you, but you, you're very self-aware, so you go, eh, you make a, la a joke, and you hold up the coffee cup, and you go, or you know, ignore me, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all fun. <laughs> totally <laughs> optional, kid. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, I think the key thing for any parent that, I, if I were giving parental advice, would mm -hmm. be to do it with a little bit of humility at all times, mm -hmm. because if you do it with humility, then it sounds like you actually care about your kid doing well. Right. Not like you're trying to beat on him, but not with Keith. I was uh, <laughs> the pedantic. I was unable yeah. to. I wasn't able to do that with Keith because he w he's a bull, uh, a competitive bulldozer like I am, mm -hmm. and so he would just treat me like um, you're stupid, old man. You don't know what you're talking about. And right. if you push my buttons like that, oh yeah, yeah. And he would also. Uh, he did some fun things, though. Looking back on him. Yeah, he got into some trouble, too. He, he was did. a little bit of a troublemaker. I didn't have friends in high school, so I didn't get invited. <laughs> he didn't have friends to get you in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to know a funny story maybe that I've never told you? Um, on Orcas Island, I got invited to a party with my friend, and we go, and we I, I've always hated the taste of beer, you know, until uh, recently, but... Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I I realized that it's you don't drink it for the taste or whatever, but uh, <laughs> but I, I was at a party and we were drinking Coronas and they weren't that good and in our head we knew from the commercial like oh you're supposed to have a lime, but there weren't limes at the party so we thought let's just go to the grocery store but it's a small island so the grocery store closes at 9 p.m. Mm. so our next best idea was to go to a bar and ask someone outside the bar to get us lime wedges from the bar because oh we're God. geniuses at 17. <laughs> and uh, 
So we wait outside the bar. The first guy we see looks cool. So we go, hey, can you get us a thing, a lemon? And he goes, well, this is my bar. What do you need a lemon for? <laughs> or a lime, you know? And we go, oh, my mom's making a pie and she, the grocery store's closed or whatever. This is 100% true. And he just gives us this look and he walks into the bar and we go, oh, I think we're getting away with it. And he comes out and he throws us two uh, limes and he goes, enjoy your Corona. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Busted. He was that just was happy was you like weren't to... trying to get in there with fake IDs. That's For right. sure. Yeah, That's yeah, funny. Yeah. Now, Keith, nice. Keith would do stuff like we were going to go away on a vacation and he put up posters in the neighborhood party at the mansion on the hill. <laughs> He basically <laughs> set up a rave, and the 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 poster promised kegs, wet T-shirt contests. Oh my god! I still wasn't invited to that party. Yeah. That was my brother's party. <laughs> I found out about it from everybody at school being like, "That's funny. cool party coming up this weekend." I was like, "What?" Mm. Well, I I still have that poster somewhere. Oh really? <laughs> oh, it's in the barn. Funny. Yeah, I came across oh, it a few years ago. Funny. And I was gonna, uh, you know, I was gonna frame it, but I didn't. You should uh, put his house on it, and then uh, you know, <laughs> put it up in his neighborhood. Just post it on Facebook and say, "Party yeah. at Keith's house," you know. <laughs> See how he feels. Uh, <laughs> turn it around. But turn God, around God bless him. He uh, he grew into quite a man, and um, you know, married the most beautiful, wonderful woman. And we have two granddaughters. And meanwhile, Andrew is wasting all that seed every night. (laughs) (laughs) Virtual orgy. Virtual orgies on Zoom. Oh, the humanity. All right. Andrew, it's great to have you with us. Thank you very much for coming. It was great up until that last joke. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to have the last word, go ahead. I'm just just a retired guy now. You can go for it. Oh, I got, uh, let's see, I got a good joke somewhere in here. Um, Well, the the Washington uh, unemployment. They, there was a delay in payments, you know, because they got hacked or what? They got by they, the Nigerian scammers. Yeah, yeah. which is yeah. crazy because now when I get an email from a Nigerian prince, he might actually have my money. But man, Andrew J. Rivers, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, we'll be back after this important word from Ed Kelly. In theaters, oh, you were going to play. Oh, sorry. when theaters are open again comes an eventual slew of movies about 2020. No! <laughs> Horror films about coronavirus, terrifying documentaries about injustice, and IMAX nature films about murder hornets. Too soon! Imagine being stuck in a theater watching films about being stuck inside your house. Could it get any worse? Here's what people are saying about movies that will be made about 2020. The actor's gray roots are too much on the big screen. I don't want to watch a movie shot on Zoom. Movies about 2020. Simultaneously, the most boring and most exciting movies in history. Rated COVID-19. All right. Oh, Andrew texted me. Uh, Are you still there, Andrew? Yeah. Um, You were remembering a twisted tune and that we should play it at the end of this podcast. Because you grew up with around comedy bits. Yeah, I. what's funny is, you know, I only knew your version of songs for a long time. 
<laughs> we'll talk about damaged upbringing. Police stop my car. Police stop <laughs> my car. <laughs> That's funny. Really funny. funny. Yeah, I never would have considered that. Especially when he starts I mean, I wasn't old store. enough to really... Yeah. I wasn't old enough to really know the original songs. So, uh, you know, whenever the music starts playing and I don't... I Sometimes I, I'm like, which version is this one, you know? Mm. <laughs> that well, we know song. why she moved to Texas, don't we? Hey. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, <laughs> well, I mean, so the Hello, I Love You, Let's Get Tested for AIDS, you thought that that was our song, not a parody of The Doors, right? Well, I, I, yeah, I knew it was your song. I just didn't know the original version. Huh. I didn't know what, you know, what the original song was. And that was at a time when, you know, this AIDS epidemic was very big information. Yeah. yeah. And to you. Right. Well, you're talking about dating and all the corona stuff. Because there was an article about people hooking up and people, the journalist said, are you asking each other if, you're, if you've been tested for COVID or whatever? And... And they were like, well, we trust each other. It's probably fine. Hmm. <laughs> but so that's much. the, I mean, they don't have enough tests, you know? That's yeah. kind of an issue, too. Is that's right. They're running low on the actual, uh, whatever the actual swab is made. Wrong fake stuff. news. If you want a test, yeah. you can get it. <laughs> Anyone yeah. who wants a test. I think the, the company that makes Donald Trump's wigs should uh, should step up. And, and whatever that is seems pretty You know, exorbitant. Bob, I'm going to pass a bill that makes abortion retroactive. Would you care to sign here? Sure. <laughs> uh, if you can laugh at that, Andrew, you can laugh at anything. Okay. All right. Uh, anyway. See you guys later. Cheers. Bye. Thanks, man. Okay. Yeah, he's a good kid. Yeah. They're both good. Just in case Keith hears this podcast. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. funny. I can't see you really as a disciplinarian, but I guess you were to some degree. Well, Keith and I, we, we, we tussled over, like, my thing is if you try to, and he, you could even see with the thing Andrew remembers, if you try to yeah. lie to me or hide something from me, yeah, I'm, you know. On you like paint. Well, first off, I'm a very experienced liar. Well, of course, you're an addict. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I recognize that kind of behavior as the kind of behavior that almost killed me. So, um, you know, so I, I used to, you know, get very, um, and that was when my dad did, if that's like as tough as my dad was, he was a fifties dad. Yeah. Now, did you, was it corporal punishment in your house for really Oh yeah, there was. He'd whack you, he'd hit you with something. Yeah. Yeah. And he'd always tell you this hurts you, uh, him. Gonna hurt me (laughs) more than it hurts you. Yeah. Then strap yourself, you old bastard. Uh, Yeah. Uh, and you know, it was the time. We hadn't really woke to a lot of things yet, uh, but also uh, it, you you knew that everything he was doing, he was just afraid of you screwing up. Yep, you know, and, and it was so coming you, from a place of love, it was just misguided. Yes, it was totally misguided, but it came from a place <laughs> of love. And what it was is you, uh, me, got that fear of screwing up. Yeah. So I grew up with phobias of everything. I mean, I was afraid to fly. I thought every time I got on a plane, I was going to die. I was afraid uh, to be anywhere near girls without lots of alcohol. So I said, hey, let's try being an alcoholic. (laughs) (laughs) More beer, more girls. There you go. I mean, it equates, right? And, And when I did radio, I was totally afraid of speaking, believe it or not. 
and uh, especially wow. afraid of talk radio. So I delayed a long time before our show moved towards talk. That is the mm. toughest format, in my view. To be entertaining and to be interesting, to hold people, and yet still somehow have some shred of integrity. Yeah. Like, when I listen to political talk shows... Yeah. It's disgusting to me, and I'm 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 even saying you know it doesn't matter which side, yeah, because your job is to be a propaganda for one side and, or the other, and postulate, yeah, and because I you know just once I I'd, I'd love to um, hear Rachel Maddow come on and say, you know Roger Ailes was actually a good buddy of mine, no, <laughs> but yeah. he was, yeah, when hell freezes, he over. helped her early on in her career, yeah, and you know. Maybe, and she could like, I mean, if she were really being honest, she'd be like, of course, I'm gay. So, you know, maybe that's why he didn't hit on me. <laughs> She's not going to yeah. go there. She's not going to go there. No. Um, and so what I always loved is the freedom. We were very blessed. Uh, my years on the radio that. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Because it's since, since gotten a whole lot. It has. I mean, I also uh, f sort of realized we got lucky to get ratings. At a time was, when, you know, there was... I, I think you're very modest, Bob. I think you put out some pretty entertaining shows. I was on a couple of them, and I, I, yeah. I can tell you. Well, Zip good. was there, too. I mean, you and I did some really funny stuff, Zip. Yeah, in the day, back in the day. But it was so different. I mean, some of that stuff is totally politically incorrect now. Oh, absolutely. We were just you blindly. used to use words every day on the show. In a character voice. <laughs> a character voice, well, that's true. That you could not yeah. even begin to say. He had this character who, um, Ordell Creighton was his name. <laughs> Which was, and actually, truth be told, that name came from a bit from ACN. Huh? What a surprise. Uh, Yes. Was that a bit yeah. that it, when Ed was there, maybe? No, it was just, it was just a name they had thrown a character oh, okay. in one of their yeah. bits to at yeah. one time. Anyway, Ordell Creighton was this thick New England accent, kind of a redneck type. Mm -hmm. And he would use a word every time he called, but since he said it in a Boston accent, it was like he wasn't actually saying that word. Uh-huh. It's kind of like um, the, this. This new song is coming out on the Pilish label. Yes, yeah, friends, the Pilish label. Yeah, it's another Pilish hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so the word was cack, c a c k. Yes. Sacker. Cack sacker. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't be laughing. Yeah, that, it was cute. Flew. Yeah. That flew every morning for whatever eight oh, years. Never no got one cared. Yeah. Come to think of it. And plus, back like, then, even the records could sing. The Who could sing, ah, who the fuck are you? They could just yes. do that. And they still do. They Boom. still let that go. Dun, dun, dun. Not on a clear channel station. No. Not on a cumulus <laughs> station. <laughs> and not on an intercom station. Uh, they, um, what did they do to that record? They just they probably got a, a stripped out version uh, yeah. remastered. Or they bleeped it. One of the other. Canada took... Um, the Dire Straits uh, song off the air. You know, that little faggot, he's a millionaire. Mm. You know, and uh, just because they, it was so politically incorrect, I thought, wow, things have changed yeah. in a big way. And back in Canada, um, they had free speech. You could say the F word on radio. Free, yes, you could. People yeah. didn't and, abuse and, it. They just, every once in a while on a rock station, it would fly like I yeah. just did. 
No. I don't swear in real life well, much. You had safe harbor in the U.S. too until about 5.30 a.m. or something like that, did you not? Yeah. Didn't yeah. affect me. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's interesting, though, how, um, you know, the, the F-bomb or fuck in general being such a ubiquitous word. Mm-hmm. In sound bites, it could play. You know, I, I defer back to um, uh, after the uh, marathon bombing, Big mm-hmm. Poppy drop that f-bomb and it was accepted i mean they clipped it in a lot of the sound bites but but when it come, come, came to radio the fcc would just l- leverage fines just as a money making yes yeah. and by the way that's still oddly the case when yes. you think about the internet which um you know think about what's of if i wanted to see a booby when i was a teenager Oh, you had to ride around your bike outside the corner store and uh, hope somebody would go in and buy uh, or, you a Playboy. Or a friend's dad had a Playboy stuck somewhere. I yeah. mean, yeah. in other words, there there was no access to anything anywhere. And so on the radio, it would be like, you have to use polite language. You can't use the seven dirty words. Well, mm. it's amazing to me now that there is no outrage... Uh, maybe there is, but it doesn't get any traction over, you know, I don't want to say I know what's on the internet because it'll make it sound like I'm frequented. (laughs) (laughs) We all know you do. I don't know what's on the internet, but you know, there's stuff on there that they wouldn't have wanted us to see as kids, right? How's that dial-up connection working for you anyway? (laughs) Very slow. You know who is the most downloaded uh, pinup girl on the internet? Uh, Now or? Back in the early internet days, it was Cindy Margolis. And she used to go make the rounds of the radio station. And this is how early it was in the internet. You would watch her photo download and you'd wait and then you'd see eyebrows. (laughs) 30 seconds later, you'd get the nose. Yeah, yeah. Anticipation is building like that ketchup commercial. Anticipation. And then, you know, she'd see her swimsuit. I mean, that's what that's what, you know, sexy uh, stuff started out on the internet. Mm, yeah. And uh anyway, I'm not I'm not saying the internet should be censored. But I'm amazed that it's not. Well, it may end up being that way. I mean, and you know, look at the the fight now between Zuckerberg and uh, what he's doing on Facebook, and you know the Twitterverse and oh, how yeah. that is being censored. It's, Who's the CEO of Twitter? I don't know that offhand. I'm going to tell you in a second because right. I should know his name. Uh, I, Jack Dorsey. Incredible that he took a stand, uh, and and I would expect him to take that stand against Democrats or Republicans. Mm-hmm. But risky for him. Yeah. Because on the one hand, all these tech companies get away with stuff by claiming they're just like the phone company. Mm -hmm. And they merely provide a platform and they're not responsible for what's said on it. And then they go, except when it really drives me nutty. (laughs) And then they take that action. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, He's also the CEO of Square, by the way. Did you know that? Square as in the scan code? code? Uh, Square is the mobile payments company. It's yeah, like PayPal. Okay. Yeah, oh, free. sure. That you stick into the, your iPhone and then you scoop the card. And that's a monstrous business. 
Oh, yeah. I've got two of them. What do you suppose Jack Dorsey's net worth is? Just take a quick guess. Uh, 40 bill. 40 billion? Yeah. Wow, that's... That's higher. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna look. Uh, that's higher than I would have gone. Mm-hmm. Um, Zip, you quick quickly do an estimate. Oh, I I just saw something before we uh, we started doing the podcast. Don't stall, today. or I think you're cheating no. and looking it up like I am. <laughs> oh no no no! Oh, you mean get off your phone? I have no idea. You big cheater. I have no idea. Yeah. I would imagine it's in the billions. I'd, I'd be in the single number billion. Uh, pick a number. Nine billion. Yeah. All right. I'll pick a number uh, square. I think he's worth less. I think he's worth five hundred million. Let's scroll really? down. Uh, I could be wrong. Oops. Zip. You win. Oh, I do. Five point four billion. For now. For now. For and yeah. that's from Forbes uh, magazine. Yeah. yeah. Gee, I you don't always get it right, on. by the Holy way. Holy mackerel. Yeah. How much of that's uh, how much more than that's up <laughs> offshore <laughs> somewhere it's well, away you know. in banks. Now, how do they arrive at these dollar figures? Oh, yeah. well, uh, look, for a guy like him it's pretty easy because he's a Stock, public figure. Right? He's in yeah, a publicly yeah. traded company. He's in yeah. two publicly traded companies. And so, yeah, you know, it, it, He's pretty. I, most of what he does is above board with money. I would assume, unlike Kim Kardashian, who had herself declared a billionaire yeah, with I, false documents. I'm sure lots of people can hide money, but this one, I I sort of want to believe. Anyway, this April, he promised to give away a billion dollars, which in April was 28 percent of his net worth. By the way, Twitter and Square have gone up in value during the pandemic. Duh. Of they have. Yeah. He's made a billion dollars off of COVID-19. Oh, my. Uh, he founded Square, co-founded it with a friend of his in 2009, 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. Do you know what he used to do before he got involved in tech startups? Rob Banks? No, you're going to be very surprised. Be the last. It'll be the last profession you would expect. And it's a profession that wouldn't do, do very well during a pandemic. Wow. Mm, I got nothing. He was a massage therapist. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. It just or, is. as they say for a male <laughs> massage par- therapist, a masseur. Masseur. Yes, monsieur. And he dabbled monsieur. in fashion design. Well, He's such an interesting guy, too. In 2016, Jack Dorsey gave one-third of his stock, one-third of his Twitter shares, mm-hmm. distributed it to his employees. God bless him. Damn. Nice. <laughs> I mean, that that's a benevolent soul, right? There. I did not know any of this. There you go. Now you got a Carson life. I did not I admire him now. Oh, by the way, I struck out with Andrew talking about uh, Joe Rogan. Yeah. I thought Joe Rogan was brilliant. And Andrew's like, well, I don't believe in his philosophy. Well, I think <laughs> you're great too, son. <laughs> uh, there's Here's a factoid. Got a quick factoid. Bill Gates, yeah. Jeff Bezos, and Warren Buffett have more wealth collectively than half the population of the United States. Of the United States, yes. Yeah. Uh, and so Bezos is on my evil asshole list. He's on the shit list. Yeah, I mean, I, look, I get to have opinions, and I'm not shy about them. Then you don't have to agree with them, and that's all fine with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... To me, a guy like Jack Dorsey has shown his 
you know, I just started liking him two minutes mm -hmm. ago. Right. But Jeff Bezos created this company and the way his company succeeded was by destroying every business it could. And, oh, yeah, they had a hand on the scale. Um, for the first 10, 15 years of Amazon, I don't have the exact figure, they didn't have to charge any sales tax. It, it, now, I, it's my understanding that they, they are still tax-free in some aspects of uh, sales tax. Uh, it depends. Wrong? Some stuff yeah. is taxed, some stuff isn't. Now, nowadays, the, the sales tax hammer is coming down on the Internet. Okay. So much so that I'm like irritated by it. Hmm. Like what? <laughs> uh, but most of these internet companies that became multi-billion-dollar corporations yeah. mm -hmm. destroyed local businesses that had Mom to charge. Mom and pop shops ate for lunch. Yeah, yeah. They, that was a steady diet of uh, family. Let's business. see. Let's let's weigh the game against you, so the big guy can put you out of business. That's how Amazon won, as far as I'm concerned. And then he turns out to be a dirtbag who cheats on his wife. Hmm. And, you know, they get divorced. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't and like him. he threatened to move out of California not that long ago, did he not? Well, he, he, he made a whole bunch of cities compete yeah. for an Amazon headquarters. Mm -hmm. And it was really just a dog and pony show to get, see how low they would drop their drawers and how deep they'd let him peg them, if mm -hmm. you know what I mean. I'm sure you've I been know. around the Internet, too. Mm -hmm. You know what that means. Yeah. And then he then he abandoned his plans to build a factory and uh, to build a distribution warehouse in New York. Pulled out. Yeah, I can't stand that. So guy. it was a ruse. Yeah. Mm. And uh, you know, I, I mean, I do I order stuff on Amazon? It's like scope twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Gates, on the other hand, has devoted his whole life. Uh, after Microsoft, to giving his money away and saving children's lives and curing disease. That's a good guy. Support for NPR is yeah. brought to you by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Right. People didn't like Bill Gates for a long time, though. They said he was the uh, dark star, the, uh, the evil empire. Just doesn't look the part, sorry. And doesn't sound not the part. What's that? He doesn't look the part, doesn't sound the part. You see interviews with the guy. Yeah. Mm. Oh, now. Yeah. Yeah. But back then, he was very, very much afraid of Microsoft not succeeding. And so when Netflix came along, I mean, when Netscape came along, right. you know, people at Microsoft were trained to say, let's cut off their air supply. Yep. And he partnered with a bunch of other people as a, as a, a strength thing, did he not? No. No? What do you mean? Well, I'm saying during, during the criticism of PCs versus Mac is that it, the, the development of the uh, Microsoft software was uh, so partnered out that they never did get on the same page and they left too many back doors open for hackers. Yes, and, th so there is truth to that. Um, what Microsoft did was create a company based on an operating system called Windows. Right. Now, if you have a house with Windows... Yeah. <laughs> And I don't we all. <laughs> right. I've got doors on mine now, too, by the way. Um, Apple, on the other hand, created a walled garden. 
Yes. That there were no windows into the Apple operating system. Mm-hmm. You had to, Apple made most of the software, only let certain people uh, in. And in terms of hardware, they insisted on making all of it. Yeah. And oddly, Apple was the monopolistic company. They wanted to own all aspects. Right. Whereas Bill Gates said, let me see. I get these ones and zeros that cost me zero to duplicate. (laughs) (laughs) And if I let everyone else make all the hardware that goes in and out of style and spoils, but they have to simply pay me a VIG. A VIG up front. A licensing fee every time they use it. I mean, he was genius that way. Yeah. And, uh, And for that, they, you know, for creating a huge industry of Thousands of successful software companies, they said he was the monopolist because he happened to win going against someone trying to be a monopolist, Steve Jobs. And incidentally, I never liked Steve Jobs. Did you have you ever met Steve Jobs? No. No. Okay. I door dinged Bill Gates' car once, but I've never met him either. <laughs> you did? I did. Zip knows this story. Wow. I told you the story, right, Zip? Uh, I'm not sure. Oh. I, there was a big tell. movie premiere at a huge theater. It was uh, one of the Lord of the Rings trilogy movies, mm-hmm. and it was a big star-studded celebrity event. And, of course, I was a morning show host, so I was going. I know. And my wife and I got there, and the theater was refurbished and owned by Paul Allen of Microsoft, who also owned the Seattle Seahawks. He's passed away now, uh, sadly. Uh, but he was a great guy. So Lisa and I get there, and we have special parking. Hmm. And as I get out of my car, you know, that thing where you open the door and you hear it, ding, the next car, and you go, ah, shit. I hate when that happens. I hate when that happens. And so I looked at the car. It was a pretty nice car, but it was nothing Mm -hmm. fancy. I mean, it was like a Lexus. That's what Bill Gates drove. He didn't drive, you know, a a, a show-off car. Bentley or something, yeah. No. And so it was a Lexus, and I looked at it. And there was a moment, you know, where you determine how much integrity you have. I hope Andrew and Keith aren't listening at this point. <laughs> where you go, how bad is it? Should I leave a note? Right. And it was the, it, there was a definite scratch. Right. But it was the kind of scratch. That could be buffed out and you knew it. Or you might not even notice it. I mean, it was right. it was there. Anyway, I made the decision. The movie was starting. <laughs> <laughs> you bailed. I bailed. And we went and we saw the movie. And as Lisa and I are walking out to our car, yes. right in front of us were Bill and Melinda Gates. Oh, boy. And they walked right to that Lexus and got in. Oh, my. And I, you know, he probably had more on his mind than his page oh, finish well, at that he could point. have ordered up a hundred of those. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I felt less bad. And in yeah. fact, I told the story on the radio. And I said, listen, if, if I owe you something, please get in touch. <laughs> but, he probably has hot and cold running detailers running around his garage. Yeah, but Bill Gates is the type of guy, by the way, in Seattle, that yeah. you would see standing in line for a hamburger at Dick's Drive-In. Which is God like a local, him. you know, hamburger shop. Yeah. And he'd order the burger. He'd get extra ketchup and fries. He's just bless him. a regular, regular guy. But unbelievable. Have you seen the, the show Bill Gates' Brain on Netflix? I have not. Oh, you've seen it, good? Zip, haven't you? 
I started, yeah, I watched uh, part of it, yes. Too deep it's for you? An intriguing title. What Do tell. Yeah. You, you started it, Zip? Yeah, if I recall, the, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll encourage you guys to watch it. Okay. It's really Bill and Melinda Gates. Right. Interviewed throughout the whole thing. And they want to understand how his brain and how his thinking works. And Bill's at a point in his life. Remember, he's given up the companies. You know, he's not the CEO of Microsoft anymore. I think mm -hmm. he's barely on the board. Right. If he is. And, uh, and his whole life is his charity, the Bill yeah. and Melinda Gates Foundation. Mm -hmm. So this entire um, interview, this whole thing is about him and his whole process of how he came up in the world, how he think, how he wanted to win, how he wanted to make the world a better place, mistakes he made, mm -hmm. misjudgments Failing, he made. Failed forward, right? Ah, he was totally transparent about everything. How he wanted to, uh, you know, pretend to be a nice guy so he could make vaccines and make billions of dollars and make children sick on the side. He's got all these plans. <laughs> <laughs> You're being facetious. Well, You're those are the ass. accusations that, that are. Those are the accusations. I know. I guess and, and, and Reynolds Rap Rivers would know, Zip, would he not? Yes, he would. <laughs> no. Anyway. Uh, crazy. Yeah. What, else is on, what else is on your guys' mind tonight? I've kind of, between my son and I, we've monopolized the conversation. That's quite all right. I'm just uh, watching the fallout from, well, not fallout, but I'm, I'm watching, you know, the. The, the other footage that's showing up of the extra knee holds that have gone on that suddenly are surfacing from the uh, Oh, you mean from other police? Yes. Or oh, this yeah. incident? No, others. Others that have happened. Oh. Like a, yeah, a month wow. ago. This is a favorite tactic, apparently, among the, So you mean uh, other people had this video and they were like, I had no idea I could get this many clicks? Well, that's sort of, you know, that's sort of what it comes down to. Wow. Uh, you know, but... Uh, I, yeah, that... I, I, that knee thing is going to go the way the, of the dodo bird, right? Let's hope, because uh, yeah. it really is overreach uh, as far as physical force goes. Yeah. You know, I mean, how what part about I can't breathe do you not understand that you can't? You know, yeah. it's just. It, I think I, I think the entire book of restraint, you know, protocol is going to be changed. From Needs this to be rewritten, yeah. justifiably yeah. so, and and way overdue, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and all of a sudden, reparations has reared its head again. I'd be interested to pick your brain on that one, Bob. Reparations for for, for Black America. Oh, for Black Americans. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I'd be, t I'd be the only person to agree to this. But when they go on unemployment, extra six hundred every week. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I could just I hear disagree. all the people saying that oh. that will make them not want to work. Yeah. Well. You're going to get that everywhere. But seriously, poverty is so sick. I mean, it's it's kind of one of those things that it's uh, it's a bit of an albatross, is it not? Poverty? I mean, yeah. When uh, you come from poverty. You're asking the wrong guy. Ask Zip. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think some of the, you know, a lot of the capitalism is designed to keep you know, people in certain economic strata in that place forever, you know? Yeah. Unfortunately, it really is designed yeah. that way. Yeah, and and by the way, if you go to other cultures and other countries, if you go to India, or we went to um, Indonesia, where there's like a caste system, and if you're a Putu, 
Mm-hmm. That's like a name, like a last name, only they give it to you as your first name. And everyone who's a Putu is a Putu. You are at the lowest rung on the social strata. And the most you can be is a cab driver. Wow. And I'm kind of exaggerating a little, but that was my experience there. And mm-hmm. this guy was like, I was like, uh, he was our driver. And we would hire him for, and he would show up at eight in the morning and he would drive us till 10 o'clock at night, 14 hours. Wow. And the price for the car for the day, including fuel, was $35. Good Lord. And we'd like toss him an extra five or ten. At least I would go like, let's give him ten. At least like, no, five. Five's enough. And I'm like, no, <laughs> honey. Anyway, this, so I would give this guy real, you know, like a third more almost. Yeah. Yeah. And he would look at us and he'd love us. It was like, oh, Bob and Lisa, I want to come and see you again. What day do you want me back? And and he would show up even earlier and he would drive all day long and we would tip him well. And his name was Putu. And I thought, that's a really cool name. And he looked at me like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you're not from around here no. anymore. <laughs> and it only occurred to me after I was there a while, we, we spent... Uh, a month in Bali, mm-hmm. that all these people, there were tons of people named Putu. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they were not the highest paid people. But, right. and we wow. went back a year later and we looked up the same guy. Boy, it was hard to find Putu. Do you know where Putu yeah. is? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> it's like thinking of Smith and American phone movie. No, we actually, and the way I found him was there was some travel uh travelocity blog where people were raving about him and that's how i chose the driver right and uh yeah he's a really awesome guy and you were his one of his whales no doubt the two of you i guess yeah the 10 bucks he made 33 percent tip that was our favorite thing to do the times the only time lisa and i would travel was when the show was canceled and we were sitting out a non-compete yeah and then i would go let's go somewhere where the dollar is worth a ton and, you know, everything's inexpensive. Yeah. Live, live the dream. It was fun. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. No doubt. It was a beautiful place. If you ever get to, uh, uh, probably my favorite place in the world of all vacations was Bali. Really? Yeah. What, what, other than <laughs> being cheap like borscht, Bob? Well, uh, what, what was the attraction? Okay. Other than the fact what that your it? dollar goes far, first off, it's a 15 hour plane ride. Right. right. So it's a long flight and it's not yes. cheap if you right. wait for it to be on sale or perhaps during a pandemic. <laughs> the empty tube. Yeah. I think yeah. the cheapest I've ever seen it is 1200 bucks, but that's wow. sitting in coach. Uh huh. Anyway, um, yeah, the entire country is a celebration of their faith and love and art and music. And uh, in their language, they actually don't have a word for art. Really? No, because art is just it's something... so in- innate. And it so isn't something uh, some people do. It's something everybody, everybody does. Everybody does, yeah. It's ubiquitous. And so we got like a carving, a carved statue of Buddha... Uh, we got carved uh, out of uh, marble or uh, jade? Uh, carved out of wood, a s- certain wood. kind okay. of tree, which I the name escapes me now, but a local okay. tree. Mm-hmm. And uh, what else did we get? Paintings and all kinds of cool, cool art. And you you would have to haggle, as you do in much of the world. You would have to you know, 
you, you would ask him what the price was. And if he said, you know, I don't forget the currency exchange, but if he said it was a thousand bucks, you'd, you'd try to get it somewhere around half that because that's, <laughs> That's how it was the game that you play. It's the yeah. way, that way in many places in the world. Mexico, it reminds me of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Much the same. Not that I would go back. I, I'm done with Mexico. Right. So anyway, I was asking you how you're doing. Thanks for that long answer. That was really good. <laughs> <laughs> Zip, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. Everything's good, man. All right. There were riots good. down the street, for God's sake. Count me no, out. No, they weren't too... Nah, it was, it was uh, you know... I mean, other than that awful scenario... Right. Things, you know. I was talking about I, me. <laughs> yeah, there's there are uh, the I'm from uh, my viewpoint. There's a hell of a lot more traffic at, and they're about to release going to phase two here. Right. So, so. all right. To close out, let's do Growing some more back. wonderful Ed Kelly stuff. Uh, this is a uh, is this real Corona Heroes again? Yes, yes, it is, Bob. All right. This station presents Real Corona Morons. Real Corona Morons. Today, we salute you, Mr. Flushes His Mask and Gloves. Mr. Flushes His Mask and Gloves. As a responsible citizen, you wear your mask and gloves to help prevent the spread of COVID. But that's about where your social consideration ends. You treat the toilet like a hospital dumpster. It's a potty, not a magic garbage bowl. You're destroying the indoor plumbing, yeah. So when you flush the toilet and nothing seems to be moving, it's not because you clogged it with last night's dinner. You've fallen victim to the guy who thinks the sewer is his personal pipeline of refuse. He's Mr. Flushes His Mask and Gloves, a real corona moron. Mr. Flushes His Mask and Gloves. And he didn't even leave a seat down. Uh, that's sort of ironic because Lisa said she had an accident today and one of her oh, gloves really? went down the toilet. Oh, no. And They're having troubles all over the country because of this. No kidding. Because people don't, do not realize that like, Texas is not biodegradable. No. I mean, at least not in this millennia. And we're like... We're, at, we're pausing now because we're waiting to see. Like, it's flushing okay. There's no problem mm-hmm. at the moment. If yeah, it gets stuck no. in there, I'm sure we'll find out. Oh. Well, you can get, well, all, you get you one of those magic cameras. Field, correct? What's that? Jo- uh, uh, you, have a le- you have a leech field, correct? Uh, yes, we have that. Yeah. Those are fans. You be nice. And I think, <laughs> yeah. And I think that since it was on the first floor toilet, I think it just went right out into the, you know. Septic field. There's a tank first. Ah, so okay. I think it's out in the tank. I think we, okay. but I thought about that because it's a lot of garbage. And with a name like Rivers, you can't afford to yeah. be stopped out. Of course not. <laughs> All right. And uh, so I guess we'll close out with the song. Oh, we have one more of your bits here. What's this one? I don't know. I well, said the three. last one was a real Corona moron. This might be a hero. This is Bob. Bob is feeling well. Very well indeed. That's because not long ago, with a simple phone call to Dr. Fauci, Bob realized he could try Coronazite, the all-new vaccine for COVID-19. And what did Bob get? Why, he got a big boost of confidence to shake hands with strangers, more self-esteem from dining out in restaurants, enjoying ball games, going to concerts, getting a haircut, and he got Coronazite for Mrs. Bob, who was very happy to no longer be stuck at home. 
Coronazide, the effective, reliable, somewhat all-natural way to get things back to normal. If only it were available today. <laughs> That's one for Lisa. Huh. <laughs> All right. Mrs. Bob. Uh, let's close with Hello, I Love You, Let's Get Tested for AIDS, the song my <laughs> son Andrew thought we wrote. And it's also his first introduction to sexually transmitted diseases. <laughs> Hopefully his last. At the age of about eight. You can't tell these days Hello, I love you Let's get tested for AIDS You know I want you But let's wait a few days She might look nice and sweet But sleeps with every guy she meets You might think you know some guy But you know guys And they always lie Hello I love you, let's get tested for AIDS You know, I trust you, but you can't tell these days Hello, I love you and I'd like to get laid You know, I want you, but I'm deathly afraid She holds my hand and sighs But her hand won't satisfy Our thoughts are wicked, but our legs are crossed And I doubt I can The dog won't know for at least a week I'm like a dog locked up when my mate's in heat And I hope she doesn't see me through Cause I hope to use my rusty tool <laughs> So PC His name is Johnson. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> Listen to the end. Listen carefully. The Lizard King is back, baby. That's right, Bobby. Uh, the Lizard King is back. Anyway, <laughs> what, what Andrew found, uh, he was starting to say this earlier, what he found interesting about that was... That you were judging whether someone maybe was ill yeah. based on how clean and pure they looked. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And, you know, like even now with the coronavirus, if someone looks well-dressed and that, like they don't have a cold and they seem perfectly normal and I'm, on, I'm out in the grocery store, I'm like, oh, that person looks healthy. Yeah. He looks white privileged to me. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas if someone's like, you know unshaven dirty wearing crappy clothes man am i glad there aren't cameras on this broadcast yeah <laughs> well it's like yeah i know like all three of us right now <laughs> but it's like i think oh that person doesn't look like they take care of themselves mm -hmm. and so snap judgments it's no it's not a great way to it's yeah. it's prejudice actually that's exactly what it is yeah. prejudging people mm -hmm. all right on that note stay safe the world's gone crazy. And 
We're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip.